Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. Jillian Murphy, a naturopath, speaker, educator, and coach, and this is Food Freedom Body Love, a podcast I put together to help you make peace with food, body image, and weight so you can kick your all-consuming, exhausting weight control food obsession habits and start living your best, healthiest life. Hi, welcome to the podcast and to this episode of Back on Track, where we are talking about feeling good in our bodies without dieting or focusing on weight loss. Um, I just want to say that the Juicy Body Workshop, which is a free hour and a half long workshop geared toward helping you find your best self-care plan for fall, is happening tomorrow. I have created this workshop for you because I get DMs and emails all the time asking me about how to care about health, how to focus on physical well-being without dieting, without focusing on weight loss. And originally, I created Juicy Body Sessions. They were one-on-one sessions. I started them for summer um, and they sold out. They sold out really, really, really quickly. And they were amazing. It was such an incredibly fun thing to do to help people make uh, an inspiring and exciting and fun plan for caring for themselves without dieting. So um, they sold out really quickly. I had to say no to some people and I wanted to make it more accessible for fall. And so what I decided is that I would turn it into a free training and set it up so that anyone who wants to come can come. Um, When you sign up, you can find the link in the show notes. You can also find it on my website, foodfreedombodylove.com. At the top, there's a promo bar. Um, And you can also find it in my Instagram bio. When you sign up, you are going to get the link to join us tomorrow. You'll get the replay if you can't make it or if you can't make it for the full the full workshop. And you'll get a worksheet to help guide you through making your plan. And then showing up to the workshop, we're going to take a, a deeper dive into many of the topics that I've covered in this Back on Track series. And I'm going to help you individually work out your plan for fall. You know, fall is such an interesting season. It happens to be my favorite season. Um, You know, if you're out there and you're like, no, 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 I'm not ready for for summer to end yet. That's fine. I get it. I totally do. But I just got to say, I love the routine and the rhythm of fall. I love the feeling of moving from you know, being a little bit more scattered and carefree and really throwing away a lot of the rules in summer to finding a bit more rhythm and routine. Um, There's also the reality that the holidays are coming up and many people struggle to move through the holidays in Canada. You know, Thanksgiving is in like a month. And from that point on, it just feels like holiday after holiday after holiday, and it can feel hard to take care of your physical body. And so I want to, I want to consider that when we make our juicy body plans for fall. Um, And this season, this particular fall is extra big for many people because we're returning to workplaces or schools or socializing, driving our kids to things. We're we're re-emerging 
into society after a lot of time spent at home because of COVID, maybe even being, you know, stay at home orders where you weren't even allowed to leave. And so for many people, I think that this fall, this season in particular is carrying a bit more um, pressure or worry or energy. And so let's consider that when we make our juicy, juicy body plans for this fall. Um, just to remind you, if you're not sure what it is, the Juicy Body Workshop is um, about making a self-care plan that involves definitely food and movement, but also it's about mindset, it's about confidence, reconnecting to your body and your decision-making abilities. It's about defining a new metric for success. It's about how you adorn yourself, how you dress. Um and really, it's about rhythms and routines and how we up-level the weight. Instead of trying to reinvent our life and do everything differently, it's about up-leveling, tweaking, fine-tuning how we already live. And so that it just feels a little more intentional. Um, okay, so the workshop is tomorrow, 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 tomorrow. This is the last chance to get in, to sign up. Um and now let's go on to me talking about my juicy body plan for this fall. Okay, two really um, important things before I dive into talking about my juicy body plan for fall. It's still a little bit in process, but I'm going to tell you where I'm at so far with it. Um, I mentioned in the first episode of this series that this kind of work, this like refocusing on the physical body is not necessarily right for everyone. There are many parts to the healing journey when it comes to food and body, and you may feel ready for this work. You may be craving it, or you may not. It might feel scary and overwhelming. So I just want to mention that because if even me talking about putting some intention back into how I want to feel in my body for fall, if it makes you feel reactive, if you feel resistant, or it makes you want to rebel, <laughs> this may not be right for you. So, so, you know, maybe turn this off and come back to it when you're ready. I love talking about the earlier parts of this journey where we're making peace with food in our bodies and we're learning how to be in permission. I love talking about that. And I'll circle back to that in the next series, I'm sure. Right now, you know, if the if the major parts of this journey are being stuck in restriction, all no's, learning how to be in permission, all yeses. This part of the journey is about discernment. It's about learning how to move in between yeses and nos in a way that's natural and it's driven by inner signals and body knowing versus someone telling you what you should and shouldn't do, right? So this part of the process is about discernment. And if discernment feels like, I don't know what that is, just it may not be right. That's fine. As far as the Juicy Body Workshop goes, that doesn't mean you can't come. I would suggest that if even hearing me talk about this stuff makes you squirm, maybe it's not right. 
Maybe you need to reach out to me and we need to work together one-on-one to do some more untangling, more education, and get you some more support in order to let go and surrender and really ditch dieting and weight control to start with. It's the foundation. It's hard. But it's the foundation of this work. And then you can circle back to this when you've made that big shift, right? Because even when we've made the big shift and we've decided, okay, I'm not going to diet anymore and I'm not going to be obsessed with my weight, that doesn't mean diet mentality doesn't want to keep sucking us back in (laughs) because it does. And that's why I find this work important because it encourages me to be intentional again about what I'm doing, about how I'm caring for my body. It encourages me to be curious and to explore. So if you're not there, that's fine. If you're not sure, come, come to the workshop, learn a bit, try it out. See how it feels to make a self-care plan without dieting rules and weight loss tips. If you feel blocked, if it's a struggle to make a plan or it makes you feel resistant or reactive, then, you know, maybe we need some foundational work, Um, but you won't know till you try. So that's the first thing I just want to say is that if if this conversation in general makes you feel uncomfortable, that's okay to set it aside. You can come back when and if, if it's ever right for you. Okay. And with that set aside, the next thing I want to do before I get into my juicy body plan is just tell a little story. Maybe you've heard me tell it before. I don't know. But um, when I was feeling my least juiciest, when I was feeling pretty sucked dry after my second baby was born, I started working with a woman named Carrie Ann Moss. Now, that name may be familiar. It was very familiar to me because she was an actress in the 90s. She was often in the teen magazines that I was looking at. Um, I believe she was on a show called Models, Inc. or something like that that was very popular in the 90s. And so to me, she was this like magazine actress woman. She's also been in things like The Matrix. Um and a few other shows that I've really loved. Anyway, um, so I knew her as this sort of glossy, shiny model actress. But when I found her, I was looking for simple meditations that I could do to feel better in my body. And she had created a community that was brand new at the time. It was called Annapurna Living. It was very small, like to the point where You know, I joined a couple of her small courses and if I had an issue and I emailed, she would email me back and I'd be like, oh my God, Carrie Ann Moss just emailed me back. (laughs) It was really funny. But there were these short, um, like three minute, five minute, very, very short meditations that felt easy and accessible. Um, As a mom with small kids, I just felt like, okay, I can do this. And her courses were just, you know, very heart-filled really beautiful. And one of the biggest messages, one of the biggest things that she talked about in her courses is the fact that when she looks to the big things in her life to make her happy, she's always left wanting. And so when she's looking to the house, the car, the money, the job, you know, for her, it's like the acting gig, the red carpet event, the blah, 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 blah. 
And she has access. She lives in Los Angeles. She has access to the biggest, to the shiniest of things. That when she looks to those things to make her happy, she is constantly left feeling lack. And so these small courses that I was doing with her were really about understanding that the rhythms and the routines of daily life are your life. And that was really impactful for me because especially at that point in my life, as a mom of young children, my life was ruled by rhythm and routine. And many of them at that time, I hated. <laughs> it was like bedtime routines and morning routines. And I mean, they're still in my life now. And, and, and you know, packing kids up and getting them to daycare or school routine and grocery shopping routines. And, you know, I, I, I realized in that moment that I did have this sense that I was like looking, like I was like waiting for life to happen that I was waiting for all these things to be over. And there was something about the way that she, you know, maybe I'm not doing it justice, but there was something about the way that she told the story where I was like, oh my God, I'm missing my life. And already I look back on those years with so much nostalgia and fondness and I miss the little chubby baby feet and the nighttime feedings and the sweetness and the, you know, the, the way little toddlers eat, you know, there's so many things about that time that I miss and I'm so grateful. I mean, I know I miss some of it. We all do, but I'm so grateful for having done those courses and having heard her talk about this idea that the rhythms and the routines and the repetition and the mundane tasks of your day to day are your life. And so what I encourage you to do is, you know, and, and if you come to this workshop tomorrow, what we're going to talk about is like, what is, what are the parts of your day to day that are sucking you dry? And how can we, you know, not, not erase everything in your life and clear the debt completely, but how can we take a look at your life and add the juiciness back in? How can we add in subtle reframes, shifts, changes, intentions to just up level the rhythms and the routines that make up your day until you, you stop feeling like you're being sucked dry every moment. And Again, it's not something where you're going to make this decision one time, right? Like I've said, I do this seasonally because what I need in the fall is, is really different from what I need in winter and spring and summer. And I even sometimes do it monthly. You know, Carrie Ann Moss is having women do this monthly in accordance with new moons and full moons. I think that if we make a juicy body plan for fall or for the season, that then month by month, I use the lunar, the new moon, the full moon to sort of fine tune, to check in. Where am I at? Is this still going well? You know, um, do I need to make subtle shifts? Do I need to focus on one part of the plan one month and another part of the plan another month? Because like, hi, life is busy and it's hard to fully take care of every aspect of my self-care every moment of every day. It's not going to happen. 
And so you'll see, as I talk about my plan, there are certain things I'm going to focus on in certain moments. You know, it's not like doing all the things all the time. So anyway, I like that story a lot because it was a very big shifter for me. And it took me from thinking, okay, it, yeah, it's the, it's the 25 pounds or the 40 pounds that's going to make my whole life better. Or it's like getting this much money or it's what, and it's like, no, 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 I can start to make my life better and juicier and more fulfilling by just shifting the way that I do the most simple routines and rhythms and repetitive tasks of my day-to-day -day life. So keep that in mind as I share my juicy body plan for fall. Um, because it may not feel as, you know, big or as spectacular as you might think it would be. It's actually quite subtle and simple, but that's where the genius is, in my opinion. And that's what makes it something you can actually do. Okay, drum roll, please. Let's talk about my juicy body plan for fall. And my intention in sharing this is not to give you another example that your brain's going to want to latch onto. So I'm going to be quite careful about what the parts of this plan that I share with you, because our deeply diet programmed brains are going to want to reach out. Like I talked about in the last episode, right? They're going to want to look outside of us and be like, Oh, that's what Jill's doing. That's what I need to do. So I'm going to be a little bit cautious about what I share because the intention is not to give you a map or a prescription or a plan it's to inspire you to consider making one for yourself. Okay. So let's start with what's been sucking me dry. <laughs> um, because there are many days where I feel quite frankly, like all of the sparkle has been sucked out of me. Um, it's a combination as with most people of world events, of social media, of months and months and months of being stretched way too thin, caring for children that are at home doing school while I'm working a job that requires um, a lot of my attention and creativity. And it's something I love um, being pulled in many directions, doing everything I can to stay positive, quote unquote, and move forward. Um, a body at 42 that's changing, a digestive system that's rebelling. You know, there's a lot of things that have been sucking me a little bit dry. And I've been doing a fairly good job of managing it. But I really noticed over the summer that the best parts of me, my humor, my silliness, my passion, my excitement about what life has to offer have just faded I'm still getting up every day. I'm still, you know, relishing in teeny weeny moments of joy when they pop up and going about things as best I can. But there's a little tinge of like dead behind the eyes <laughs> and fed up over everything that I can't seem to shake. Um, and and it, it upsets me and it bothers me because for me, where I see it most is in my relationship with my kids. So I'm just the kind of person who always gives all of the best of herself to her work. And then where I see it showing up is with my kids and my husband. And so, you know, I've never had a lot of patience, friends, let's be honest. But like, I used to have a decent amount and now it's almost gone, right? 
and finding it hard to enjoy even beautiful vacation time with the kids. Um, so that's my, my juicy body project for fall is to like refine the glitter of life and sprinkle it all, you know, sprinkle it all over everything <laughs> from my food, my sandwiches to my adrenal glands. Cause they need some love too. Um, So what's interesting, I just want to say from the get-go, is that what I realized over the summer is that the biggest thing that I have been missing since this pandemic started is alone time. And I kept thinking, okay, I just need to get through this lockdown. Okay, I just need to get through this work thing. Okay, I just need to get through, I just need to get to summer. But then summer came and we did some really amazing trips and they were so much fun and yet I don't feel refreshed at all. And so, you know, taking a look at what's sucking me dry as someone who's um, half introvert, and if you know human design at all, if you don't, I encourage you to look it up and do the test and see what your design is. Um, but my human design is a projector and projectors need a lot of alone time and a lot of downtime. And I have had none of that. And so, what I want to just say right out of the get the gate is that um, in making any kind of these self-care plans, diet culture wants to tell us that the heart of all of it is going to be food and exercise. And I will tell you that the heart of my juicy plan, my juicy body plan for fall has nothing to do with food and movement and everything to do with alone time and support. So Let's start there. So in terms of alone time, um, I'm used to working from home. And what I love most about it is how much time I have to myself. And that has been gone. So over the past 18 months, my husband has been working at home. Kids have been home for the majority of it. I finish a session and instead of having 10 minutes to like go to the bathroom and get a cup of tea and water and, you know, scroll Instagram or call a friend. Instead, I'm making snacks, organizing play dates. Um, and when I say play dates, I mean like a distanced walk around the neighborhood. And it's tricky to set these things up because there is so much energy around them. And, um, you know, like I said, there's just, there's food and there's Google meets and there's links that aren't working and, and homework that needs to get done. And every moment of every day has been giving to people around me. And so I need alone time. And even going into this fall, it looks like the kids are going to go back to school, but my husband's going to still be working from home. He just found out yesterday that most of his classes that he teaches will be online. He teaches college. Um, he teaches carpentry. So some of his labs will be in person, but a lot of it's going to be from home. And so I am desperate to find some alone time. And so what that looks like for me is that I am going to plan nights away. And this feels wild. I have resistance to it. I have financial resistance. I have guilt, mum guilt resistance, but I'm doing it because I need it because I know that that is what is going to fill my cup and make me the juiciest possible me this fall. So just small Airbnbs, you know, work, I'm going to turn them into like little work trips, whatever, but I'm going to get away um, 
two times this fall on my own for a night or two to just work and be alone. And I'm negotiating it with my husband and he just has different needs. He doesn't need alone time. I'm not dropping him in it. He's fine. Um, And I'm tacking it on to a couple of moments where he's going to come join me for a night. So he'll get a little bit of time, but I'll get time away from everybody. (laughs) It feels very bougie. I understand if it feels, but that's it, you guys. Like, Like the whole idea with this juicy body plan is that it's not just about one thing. It's about understanding what's sucking you dry and being open to doing things differently. So there's that. And then there's support and support looks like maybe relying on our in-laws, my in-laws a little bit more to help get the kids to activities. And, um, I hired for the first time, a cleaning person, someone to come help once a month with cleaning our house because it was overwhelming me and killing me. I'd work my buns off Monday to Friday, sometimes on the weekends also, and then spend all of Saturday cleaning my house and trying to force my kids to clean it too. And so just getting some help once a month is allowing me to be more chill, more relaxed, and we're still doing little bits of work and the kids are still involved, um, but it's taking some of the pressure off. So the biggest thing I would say in my juicy body plan for fall is support and alone time. Okay. Those are the biggest things and they're big. These are biggies. These aren't small things. Maybe you already have things like this set up. Maybe you don't really need them. That's okay. Remember my plan is not necessarily your plan, but when I think about what is sucking me dry the most, those are the two things, never being alone and feeling an enormous amount of pressure to clean my house. Oh, and the one other thing, sorry, Um, it's the enormous pressure to clean my house and get groceries, have food. So, um, I have started using some grocery delivery services. I think there are people who have been doing that all through the whole pandemic. I don't know why (laughs) I was resistant to it. Um, but I'm investing that little bit of extra money every week. It's not a lot to really make my life a lot easier. Okay. So, um, Other shifts that I'm making um, that will feel more um, probably what you had in mind when you thought about a juicy body plan for fall. Um, The first thing is I'm going to start meditating again, just five minutes every morning. I know what you're thinking, blah, 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 meditation barf, but I need a moment. So it's almost like I'm creating this little tiny five minute alone time every morning. I need it daily to clear my mind, to focus and to set the tone for the day. And I've decided that my meditation mantra is going to be you're a warrior and your warrior name is Beyonce Pad Thai. <laughs> I stole that from Mindy Kaling. It's it's like the perfect the perfect mantra to remind me that I can do this, to have some fun while I'm at it. Fun has the, is the thing that has been lost in this, this whole process for me. Um, and to look to Beyonce, obviously, right. Whenever I'm in need of some music and sparkle inspo. So I'm going to meditate. I'm going to keep it light. It's going to be short. It's going to be sweet. Um, but I'm hoping it will set the tone for my day. Okay. Second thing when it comes to my physical body, cold showers. Guys, 
nothing, I mean nothing, resets my nervous system and blows the stink off a stale situation like cold water. So I started learning about cold water and cold water therapy in naturopathic school. We had a class called hydrotherapy um, and and used it to stimulate the immune system and the lymphatic system. Um, But since looking into and learning from Wim Hof, W-I-M-H-O-F, Wim Hof, through some of his breathing techniques and cold shower and cold dunk techniques, um, I really learned how much my stress system loves cold water. It may not be right for you, but for me, um, cold showers really helped me through the most stressful parts of the pandemic. And they just shock me back to life every time. They really, really do. So I wasn't doing them in the summer. I'm getting back into them for fall. Okay, so, so far we have alone time, support, a little bit of meditation and cold showers. Uh, Next thing is good books. I just put in an order for a bunch of books for fall and I'm getting pure, fun, enjoyment reading books. Books I want to hide in the laundry room. I hide in the laundry room because that's where the drinks fridge and the snack pantry is to read. So not workbooks not research books, pure enjoyment. So things that I've ordered, Malibu Rising um, from Taylor, is it Jenkins Reid, the one who wrote Daisy and the Six? The Vanishing Half by Britt Bennett, Between Two Kingdoms by Suleika Jawad, and The Wreckage of My Presence by Casey Wilson. Like those are just a few. They are pure enjoyment reading books. Um And that's what I need this fall. I need fun. I need lightness. I need, I mean, I think Between Two Kingdoms is going to be a little bit heavy, but I need stories. I need inspiration. And so those are the kind of books that I order. I usually read. I read all the time. But the intention for this fall is just enjoyment and, excuse me, books that feel really juicy. Okay, sleep is the next area for me that is tricky. Sleep, like my transverse abdominals, is hard to find. I am a natural night owl, like always have been, Um, but my perimenopausal hormones and my serious caffeine addiction have like taken the whole sleep issue to like some dark places in the past year. Um, And it's really hard to feel juicy when you feel like an old bag of hammers because you haven't slept properly for days. So, you know, sleep, which is like, it's part working on sleep. It's part working on hormones and caffeine. You know, what that really looks like is um, reducing the amount of caffeine that I consume through the day, taking some supplements to help with my hormones, um, and then taking some melatonin and some L-theanine to help with getting to sleep at night. Um, I'm not prescribing melatonin and L-theanine to you. Those are just two things that have been really, really helpful for me when it comes to sleep. Okay. And the last two things I'm going to talk about are food and movement. And I left them to the end on purpose because they're the things that almost everybody wants to hyper-focus on, right? So I'm going to talk about them and I'm going to be cautious because the first thing is um, 
I'm going to be curious this fall over what is affecting my tummy, my stomach. Um, the first thing I want to say is to be clear that adjusting your diet to feel better in your body is very much a part of intuitive eating, right? It is not outside of intuitive eating to care about what foods we're eating and how they affect our body. That is intuitive eating. But what I will say is that typically in order to get to the place where we can really objectively decide what's affecting our body and not be caught up in all kinds of judgmental, moralizing thoughts about food that we've learned over the decades of our life, it, you know, typically it requires some deprogramming first. So food might be an area that's tricky if there's still a lot of diet mentality thoughts rolling around in your brain. But once you're in a place to say both yes and no, when you're in that place of discernment when it comes to food, you can play around with food and what feels good to you and what doesn't. So I'm going to be doing that when it comes to my digestion and my stomach. I'm not going to share the details with you of what I'll be experimenting with food-wise because, again, <laughs> your diet trained brain will freaking love to cling to whatever I suggest and decide that it's a prescription, it's a plan, that it's right for you. And that's not what this is about. Intuitive eating is deeply personal and changeable. It's, you know, what I'm doing for my digestive system may be completely different than what your digestive, digestive system needs. And we, we know that logically because there are people out there who talk about veganism for digestion and people who talk about paleo and keto and what, you know, I don't recommend any of that. Mine is going to be much more simple, much more gentle. Um, but I'm not going to share the details because your brain's going to want to latch onto it. Just know that I'm playing around with it. I'm playing around with if there are certain foods that are triggering, um, this really incredible pain that I've been having in my stomach from time to time. Last thing. Um, I set a movement goal for myself for fall. And again, I'm not, I'm not going to spill the tea on what exactly I'm up to because this isn't meant to be prescriptive or pressuring, but I'll just say that, you know, in the spring, summer, um, when it comes to movement, what I tend to really want is social movement. So like swimming with the kids in the family, um, tennis, long walks, things that are more gentle, that um, are social, that I'm doing with other people. And then come fall, when there's less heat, like the heat kills me. So I do less movement in the summer. When fall rolls around, I tend to like more structure. I like to have a bit of a goal. I get a bit more into like walk running. Um, and I really need it. You know, I really need a, a more intense plan in order to, you know, help me release stress and help me wake up to the world around me. Um, like meditation and the cold showers, it just like, it resets the way that I feel in my body and helps me feel stronger in this meat suit that I'm in. So that's it. Those are, that's my plan for fall is, is good books and sleep and alone time and cold showers, which aren't fun, but make me feel better that reset my sympathetic stress nervous system. 
So, you know, I'd like to point out that most times when life is getting you down, you're going to want to turn to food restriction and weight obsession for a solution. It's what we have been trained to do. Um, if you've been struggling with how you feel in your body and life, and you want a plan or a project to work on, if you want to refocus on feeling good and you don't want to be on a restrictive soul sucking diet, then join me, join me tomorrow for the juicy body workshop. The link is in the show notes. It's on my website, foodfreedombodylove.com. It's on my, it's in my Instagram bio, food, freedom, body, love. Come join us. Um, let's explore what's sucking you dry and help you make a plan for this fall.